Good morning, my friends. Welcome back to the Living Centered Podcast. This is from Matthew chapter 13, verses 16 through 20. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Gordon Collier, spiritual director here in Richmond, Virginia. And on today's episode, I want to relate to you a practice that um, I put in place probably about a year ago, I think. It's called the examine. And I'm going to sort of lay this out for you in step by step um, because going forward here on the podcast, I'm going to drop a daily examine. It's going to drop in the evenings. Uh, typically, folks do the examine, and I will explain more here in a moment. But folks typically do the examine as a practice and a rhythm uh, daily, typically in evenings, um, as a way to go back and reflect on your day. Where did God work? Did you pay attention? Did you see him at all? Did you feel the spirit move in your life? Um, you know, in baseball, um, you keep your eye on the ball in order to hit it or if to catch it. Now, I was not a very good baseball player at all. In fact, I was an outfielder and I generally was out in the outfield pulling up grass and daisies instead of paying attention to the game. I was not a good baseball player. I was also not a great hitter either. Frankly, the traditional sports were not my thing. Let's just kind of leave it there. But one time I was hit in the face by a fastball while I was up to bat during baseball practice. Um, and I tell you what, I was a young kid. I was, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years old. I, I got hit in the face, got hit right below the eye. Um, and, you know, for a split second, I, you know, I was seeing stars. I threw the bat down. I was done. I was so angry and upset. I was crying. I walked off the field. Uh, but after some words of encouragement from my baseball-loving grandfather, uh, along with some pointers that he gave me, I got back up there. And sure enough, I started hitting the ball. And, you know, life is kind of like that, isn't it? Now, all analogies break down, and this one certainly does as well. After all, no one hits the ball every time out of the park, uh, simply because you received a little bit of courage or some wisdom, but there is some truth to it, right? At a minimum, if you keep striking out, you start to see where you're going wrong. Uh, you may try to tweak your stance, your grip, or whatever you need to do to tweak in order to get the hits. You won't improve unless you pay attention to what you're doing and make the change. It's the same with following Jesus. You must know what to tweak in order to get better at avoiding the same attachments and sins day in and day out. Now, I'm not talking about self-improvement hacks or habit stacking in order to be your best self. That's not at all what I'm getting at. I'm talking about participating in the sanctifying work of God in your heart and in your mind and in your soul to pay attention to the, to the very presence of God in your life. The end goal for you and I daily is to grow into looking more like Jesus, Christ-likeness. Therefore, in order to pay attention to your day when it comes to living in accordance with God's will, avoiding sin, growing in love, developing the fruit of the Spirit, it's encouraged for you to start practicing some reflection and you know gain a practice 
uh, to start doing that. And the examine is just that. Now, here's a little history. The founder of the Jesuits was on his way to uh, military fame and fortune uh, when a cannonball shattered his leg because there were no books uh, of romance on, on hand during his convalescence. Saint Ignatius of Loyola, or Ignatius of Loyola at the time, uh, whiled away the time reading a life of Jesus Christ and lives of the saints. His conscience was deeply touched during that time, and a long, painful turning to Christ started to uh, develop in his life. And having seen the Lord in a vision, he made a pilgrimage to, and I'm going to butcher the name of this, Montserrat, I believe. It's near Barcelona. And he remained there for almost a year at nearby Manresa or Risa. Uh, he stayed there sometimes with the Dominicans and then sometimes in a pauper's hospice. But often he was actually uh, kind of stealing away in a cave in the hills praying. And after a period of uh, peace uh, of mind, he went through a significant trial during that time. And there, it was one of those trials where there was literally no comfort in anything. There was no comfort in prayer, no comfort in fasting, the sacraments, repenting. But eventually, his peace of mind did return. The Lord did a work in his life. And it was during this time that Ignatius began to write down material that later became probably his greatest work, and that was the uh, spiritual exercises, which you can you can actually find. It's on Amazon. Um, but the examine as a practice was a part of the spiritual exercises, and he developed it. Um, Saint Ignatius of Loyola was the founder of the Jesuits and a master of discerning the movements of the Holy Spirit. And this was not something that he developed just overnight, lickety-split kind of thing. He, he developed this over uh, years, um, kind of putting things into place, uh, redoing them, revamping them. He eventually developed uh, just a full exam and practice, but it took him a while to do that. And he believed the exam was so powerful and important that he required every Jesuit to practice the exam twice daily at midday and at night. He said, all the things in this world are gifts of God created for us to be the means by which we can come to know him better, love him more surely, and serve him more faithfully. So I started doing the exam and um, my gosh, I think I, like I said earlier, it's probably been about a year ago. Um, I, I discovered the exam as a part of my spiritual direction training um, and I have really loved it as a practice. Now, full transparency, I'm not perfect. So there are some days where I'm just too darn tired and I just go to bed. Uh, but on my better days, um, I do practice the examine uh, fairly often. I definitely make it a habit on Sundays. I practice uh, the Sabbath, not the actual you know Jewish Sabbath of uh, Friday at sundown through Saturday. Um, but I just practice the wisdom of Sabbath, taking a break, resting. I don't. I, I really, for me, that just means getting off of social media and streaming and digital and all that kind of stuff, and just kind of unplugging. And I have made the examine sort of the closing. I guess, part of the process for myself at the end of the day on Sundays. Um, and I look back over the entire week. And so it's really a, a great opportunity to become aware of God's presence. So what you're doing is you're kind of looking back on the events of the day uh, in the company of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus is with us. He is with us always. So we're doing that in the company of the Lord. 
And the day may seem confusing to you. Maybe it's a blur. I mean, that's, that's, that's my state most days. It's a blur. It's a jumble. It's a muddle. I have to really stop and think like, what in the world did I actually do today? It was so busy. Or maybe there just wasn't a lot going on. And that even feels like a blur. So it's a time to stop, ask God to bring clarity and understanding to your day. And this is where having a journal to write in daily as a rhythm is helpful. I personally keep mine with me throughout the day. I work from home, so I, I keep my journal uh, with me right next to me all the time. And so, you know, as I'm going through my day, I try to note when, you know, either in prayer or reading through scripture or just daily happenings, conversations uh, with folks, friends, it seems to be that maybe the Spirit is drawing me into something or inviting me to something, and I'll write it down. Just make a note. Um, so the, the practice is really good. And so what I wanted to do is give you an opportunity this morning. We're going to do the examine together. And then, um, after today's episode, you're going to find the daily examine at the end of the day, every day, I'm going to, uh, make sure it's posted probably around six o'clock. I like to do the examine personally at the end of every day, right before I go to bed. So generally about, um, you know, probably around 8, 39 o'clock, just kind of take some time, pray through it. It's a really good way to kind of close out the day. So let's jump in. Let's get this started. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, we acknowledge that our trust is not in our way, earthly strength, or power. Like the psalmist says, chariots and horses, they may seem strong, but they pale in comparison to the steadfastness of your name. We choose to remember and trust in you, our Lord and God, for you alone are our source of strength and security. Blessed are we who place our trust in you, for our confidence is in your unfailing love and steadfastness. Like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, we draw our nourishment from your presence. Even in the face of our day-to-day, our joys, our successes, adversities, and challenges, we remain steadfast, knowing that you are with us. We do not fear the heat or the drought, for your provision sustains us, and your grace enables us to bear fruit in every season of life. May our trust in you be unwavering, And may our lives be a testament to your faithfulness and goodness. In the name of Jesus, amen. So as we begin, ask yourself this question. Where did I see God today? Review the day with gratitude. Gratitude is the foundation of our relationship with God. Walk through your day in the presence of God and note its joys and delights. Focus on the day's gifts. Look at the work you did, the people you interacted with, perhaps. What did you receive from those folks? What did you give them? Pay attention to the small things, the food you ate, the sights that you saw, and other seemingly small pleasures. God is in the details of every aspect of our life. Question two, what are you thankful for today? Pay attention 
to what's rising up in you right now. Pay attention to your emotions. One of St. Ignatius' great insights was that we detect the presence of the Spirit of God in the movements of our emotions. It's a part of who we are. It's how we've been made. It's how we image and bear that image of God. Reflect on the feelings you experienced during the day. Were you bored? Were you elated about something? Excited? Did you feel some resentment? Perhaps compassion? Were you angry? Maybe you were confident. What is God saying through those feelings that are coming up for you right now? God will most likely show you some ways that maybe you fell short. Make a note of those sins and faults, but look deeply for other implications as well. Does a feeling of frustration perhaps mean that God wants you to consider maybe a new direction in some area of your work? Are you concerned about a friend? Perhaps you should reach out to them in some way. Take a moment to pause and think through that. Question three, what did you feel today? As you've kind of thought through what emotions might be rising up in you, choose one feature of the day and pray from that. Ask the Holy Spirit to direct you to something during the day that God thinks is particularly important. What's what's standing out to you? What's grabbing your attention? What's shimmering, sparkling that is catching your eye? It may involve a feeling. It could be negative. It could be positive. It may be a significant encounter with another person or maybe a vivid moment of pleasure or peace. Or it may be something that seems rather maybe insignificant. Look at it. See it. Really pay attention to that and pray about it. Allow that prayer to come up from you spontaneously from your heart. And maybe that's in the form of intercession, Maybe it's praise, maybe it's gratitude, maybe maybe it's repentance as well. Question four, what should you pray for? Think about tomorrow. Look toward tomorrow. Ask God to give you light for tomorrow's challenges. Pay attention to the feelings that are surfacing as you survey sort of what's coming up. Are you doubtful? Are you cheerful? Is something holding you back? Do you feel like you're feeling pressure at all? Apprehensiveness? Full of delighted anticipation maybe? Allow those feelings to turn into prayer and seek the Lord's guidance. Ask him for help and understanding and pray for hope as you think about what you want to carry into tomorrow. Question five, is there anything you need to confess to the Lord right now? Is there anything that you need to repent of, change, or maybe turn back to, as is the definition of repentance? Dallas Willard once said that the definition of repentance is to rethink your life from the ground up. 
here's some helpful questions to maybe think through that. When did you fail to love others as he loves you? Was there a place in your day today where you were maybe ungrateful? Where did you just pass by way too quickly? Moving at the speed of sound, we live such a hurried life. Where did you just pass by? And where did you perhaps miss the presence of God today in your life? And question five, how do you feel about tomorrow? Is there anything you want to remember? Is there anything maybe you want to cherish or take from today and bring into your coming day? Some encouragement per our previous question. Is there something you can start doing tomorrow that might would allow you to walk in repentance and follow Jesus? In closing, Let's spend a few moments with the Lord, listening for him and finding peace in his presence. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So how was that? Hopefully you found that encouraging and helpful to reflect on your day, to reflect on what God is actually doing in your life. The world is a noisy place full of activity and it can be really hard to notice God throughout our day. And this is a fantastic practice for doing just that. Uh, My hope is that through this, you will begin to practice a preference for God and become more attentive and responsive to his constant invitation to you throughout the day, every day. So as I said at the top of the podcast episode, um, I was going to release this every day, but now I'm thinking actually that's going to be really hard for me to do. Uh, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to post the daily examine the evening of every Monday um, during for each week. So I release a podcast episode every morning on Mondays and in the evenings going forward, you will find a daily examine and you can go back to that um, every day and use that as a way to help um, take that posture and begin to practice that preference for God and becoming more attentive and responsive to him. So be on the lookout for that. Um, If you've got your notifications on for this podcast, you'll get an update every time that comes out. But you can expect going forward two podcast episodes from me every single Monday. Uh, At the top of the day, you will find a podcast reflection 
as usual. And then going forward every Monday, you're going to get in the evening, a daily examine. Thanks so much for listening, friends. And uh, hey, let me know. I, my email is in the podcast show notes uh, in every episode. So uh, drop me a line. Let me know what you think. If you're enjoying the podcast, if uh, you know if you're sharing it, what other friends are saying. I would love to hear and just know how how things are going. Uh, so let me know. Would love to hear from you. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Living Centered podcast. You know, spiritual direction is an opportunity for people to consider what God is doing in their lives. Great for folks who want to go deeper in their faith, are in a period of discernment in their lives. Maybe folks who are asking big questions and spiritual direction can be great for folks who are no longer in counseling, but would like to continue to be faithful to what they've learned. If that's you and would like to learn more, my email is in the show notes of this episode. You can also visit compasscenterrva.org. That is also in the show notes of this episode to learn more. Or just shoot me a note. Shoot me an email. Let's connect and see if spiritual direction would be a good fit for you. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.